Welcome back, Terrophiles, to the To Watch Pile After Dark podcast. My name is Justin McNamara, and we are counting down my top 50 favourite horror movies. You'll find in this list that there is a lot of 70s and 80s films, and that's because my opinion is that the best films came out in this period. And certainly the horror franchise, a pop culture trend that I love, was at its height towards the end of the 80s. This film was a one-off, but the 2010 remake and its sequels were so successful that they eventually spawned a sequel to the original in 2019, which kind of feels like deja vu. Take off your clothes. I don't like women giving me orders. I spit on your grave. What you are about to see did happen. your grave. This woman will soon cut, chop, break, and burn five men beyond recognition. And there isn't a jury in this country that will convict her. I Spit on Your Grave, aka The Day of the Woman, tells the story of writer Jennifer Hills, Camille Keaton who retreats to the countryside of Connecticut from New York to work on her latest novel. At a service station near her house, she meets a bunch of ne'er-do-wells who act in a lecherous manner towards her, and her casual way is taken by them as flirting. She goes to her country house and has some groceries delivered, which is done by mildly mentally disabled man Matthew, Richard Pace, who goes to tell his friends, the same ones at the service station, including ringleader Johnny, Erin Tabor, and tells them that she has been very nice to him and shown him her breasts, which they take as an invitation. They descend upon her house and tell Matthew that he should rape her and that they are helping him to lose his virginity, but he declines, and the other men repeatedly violate her, beating and raping her, until Matthew, under the influence of alcohol, decides to join in. This torture lasts for hours, and finally they leave her for dead. But she's not dead. She carefully creates plans to exact her revenge on the men, and does so one by one, taking no prisoners, and doing so in grisly, violent ways. This film was written and directed by Mir Zarchi after he and a friend found a naked woman who had been beaten and raped, and took her to the police. Zarchi claims the police officer was extraordinarily cavalier in his behaviour towards the woman, even insisting that she answer questions even though her jaw was obviously broken. Zarchi was offered a reward by the woman's father, which he declined, but the experience stayed with him and he eventually wrote the film whilst on his commute to work. As a writer and director, Zarchi isn't really known for many other films, other than the sequel, I Spit on Your Grave, Deja Vu, and the terrible Don't Mess With My Sister, whose title offers some sense of dread, but it never actually gets to the levels of this film. This film, depending on the version of your get your hands on, as it's received many cuts over the years, and was even one of UK's video nasties, 
goes for between 93 and 101 minutes, which is a standard movie length of its era. But what is unusual is the length of the gruelling rape scene, which sits at about the 25 minute mark in the full uncut version, and Keaton spends all that time totally naked. A brave, potentially career-killing choice in that day and age. Rumour has it the rape scene was so emotionally difficult to film that two crew members quit, one being a makeup artist who was struggling with her own demons after experiencing a gang rape. Saatchi's skills as a director aren't great, and this shows in the average performances and dialogue delivery of his male cast, but his ability to direct an assault scene is amazing, and the scenes of Jennifer's rape are gruelling, so gruelling in fact that by the time you get to the revenge part of the rape-revenge film, you'll feel the men are actually let off lightly in comparison. The remake shows that the Jennifer character, in this time played by Sarah Butler, offers the men far more torture-porn-style punishments, which is to be expected in a post-Saw version of the film. I Spit on Your Grave was originally released as Day of the Woman in 1978 and wasn't received very well, but Jerry Gross renamed it I Spit on Your Grave and redistributed it in 1980 to a bit more of a response, though film critics Siskel and Ebert hated not just it, but the audience's response to it. In the UK, it was labelled a video nasty, and feminist Julie Bindell protest against his release, even though she later claimed it was actually a feminist film. I think that many people protested this film initially without taking into account, described best in the 1986 book The Encyclopedia of Horror by Tom Milne and Paul Wallman, that the men are so grossly unattractive and the rape so harrowing, long drawn out and starkly presented that it's hard to imagine most male spectators identifying with the perpetrators. I don't think this quote means the men are physically unattractive, but instead psychologically unattractive with their attitude which manifests initially as leering lust before escalating to so much worse. Keaton's performance in the revenge part of this film has been criticised as well as being flat and almost catatonic, but I think the assault causes her to be stripped back to an almost avenging angel figure, and that perhaps she actually lost some of who she is. The reason this film is in my top 50 is it a film that affects me. As a married man with a daughter and mostly female friends, I find the film difficult to watch, and isn't that what horror is supposed to be? It affects you in the way that I haven't seen in many films, and this is all due to Keaton's performance. Her fear of her solitude being invaded. The response to every part of the rape. The dead-eyed horror of being stripped back to nothing more than a thing to be abused by bad men. And rebirth as an angel of vengeance with a cold heart. I have to admit to being a latecomer to this film, and was surprised by how violent it was for the era it was from. And I have wrote at length about it even to the point that my current release on DVD and Blu-ray here in Australia has a quote from my review from my days as a film reviewer for the now-defunct website, Digital Retribution. Thank you all for listening. At my website, The To Watch Pile, www.towatchpile.com, you can find movie reviews and a transcript of this episode of The To Watch Pile After Dark. And please, give a five-star review on your podcast listening program, hit the subscribe button, and even drop a few words of support. It, it helps a great deal if you do. You can also find me on Twitter at, at the to watch pile or on Instagram, seeing as I'm part of the Nerds of Oz network, at the Nerds of Oz. Also, please check out our comic and nerd related podcast, Nerds of Oz, available where all good podcasts can be found. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.
that to watch Pile After Dark is part of the Nerds of Oz podcasting network.